Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mike and Gerald Sport Podcast Show. Today's a special episode because I actually have somebody who we've been talking for a while about just linking up on podcast and I don't know, something. I think it's fate. Fate just brought us together. We started talking and we just linked up. And today I'm glad to actually have him here. We've known each other for a while, a while back now. Uh, I think we met on a soccer pitch, actually. So that's how you yeah, see how that yeah. really brings people together. Uh, so I'm glad to introduce Toju. Um, Toju, please feel free to introduce yourself. Let the listeners know who you are and tell us all, all about you, what you're about, and we can go into that. Uh, well, thank, thanks for having me, first of all. Like I said, my name is Toju. I also host a podcast called The Well Actually Podcast. We talk about uh, a whole bunch of societal stuff, uh, music, art, culture, and just uh, things that <clears throat> sometimes are heavy and sometimes are light and funny and just things to get you through your day. That's good. That's good. That's awesome. Awesome. I think when I started seeing your podcast, like... I've seen it probably like a year back, and it's just, it's amazing to see how it's grown. Because before I just saw you, like, you you post things once in a while, but now, like, I saw you actually posting one of uh, one of the rising um, Afrobeats uh, singers, um, Odumodu, uh, is that Odumodu Black, that's his name? Yeah, um, yeah. Anybody who doesn't know him, go and check out the Declarice uh, intro video. Whatever song that's on, that's the first yeah. you're talking about. But, I mean that's my little brother, so I, oh, I kind of cheated brother? with I, I kind of uh, cheated with that one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know sometimes like that that's one of the things I talk about with fate. Like when you're in the right place at the right time, things just kind of align themselves. Um, so hey, it's a great opportunity to actually have somebody that's close to you that's going through that, and it's a great plat. It's also great for your platform to just kind right. of like bring things up. Like you never know, next time you're talking, might be talking. Having a conversation with Whiskey, David O, like probably the hot, hottest new guy. Like, so he, he's I, been saying that too. So I'm, I'm accepting it. I'm accepting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, man. You're going places. You're going places. From where I saw you last to where you are now, like it's, it's just, it's, it's just right there. Next time you're just going to shoot out. So, all right, all right. Let, let's, let's get into the conversation. So, um, you talked about your podcast. You told us what your podcast is about. Um, if you don't know his podcast, I'll put, I'll put in uh, the link to his Instagram. Do you have Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Just okay, the I'll WA part as well. So. All right. No problem. I'll put the links to the uh, Twitter page, Instagram page, and also YouTube page. Because I know also on there. I've gone actually to look at some of the live sessions that you've had. And I okay. also know that you're a big sports fan, like you're a big, uh, very uh, passionate Liverpool fan. Um, and I want to dive, dive in a little bit in, deep into that. Like, what made you start supporting Liverpool, like, since when? And just kind of talk about, like, your general passion about that. Okay, so it's it's a long it's a it goes back a long way. It's not really a long story, but so when I moved to Nigeria for secondary school, okay. uh, everybody else was up on soccer or football except me. So I, I had to play catch up. Everybody had their team. Some people were Man U, some people were Arsenal. And I want to say around France '98, it was England, Argentina. Mm-hmm. Michael Owen had that long like running Maisie run that he scored yeah. I'm like okay this young dude I think he was 18 at the time yeah. and I was like okay whatever team he plays for <laughs> that's the team I'm supporting oh, wow. and I'm like he plays for Liverpool and like and that, that that's that's literally it. Yo, I feel like every like it, it's it's interesting to see that that's your take on how you support people uh, how you supported the teams that you're with now passionately like I feel like everybody has that one story. Like I feel like my my story of how I became a Chelsea fan was I got into secondary school in Nigeria. Also, everybody had a team, and they were like, "You gotta pick somebody." And then everybody had like Juventus, AC Milan, like all the like big leagues. Then I was like, "Team, can I support?" And then I think that's when Abramovich era like started coming in. The drug okay. bars, like Asubank was kind of fading out. Uh, the Zulus were sort of fading out, and then the drug bars. And I was like, hmm, "What's this team about?" You know. What? Whatever this guy, I saw Drogba play like once or twice, and I was like, you know what, this guy, you know what, it's Chelsea, I'm just going to support him. And then I love Mourinho's, like, his vibe to the Premier League, like what he brought, like, mm. that man is a whole character. Like, he could be, that man can be a villain, he can be a hero, he can be, like, the most non-caring guy that you can ever find. Like, he has, like, multiple personalities. And he, like, every time he's in the Premier League, like, it's never, like, boring. It's never boring. There's right, always something that he brings to the team. 
I give him credit for that. Yeah, never boring. All right. Well, one of the things that we do here at the Mike and Gerald Sport Podcast Show is we do sometimes have bias view, and a lot of, and that's okay. You know what? I realized that as a as a uh, being in the sport world, it's okay to have a bias view. It's 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 one thing to have a bias view and recognize it, but it's another thing for you to be deluded and think that that's like the general way. So. I, I, yeah, we support bias view. We don't support deluded, like people are deluded, but we we entertain that. So talking about Liverpool's form, Liverpool's form this season has been exactly. I when this season started, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't give Liverpool much of a chance because like, like you were doing that rebuild phase, but the rebuild was so slow. And you left it to the dying minute, which is not—it's not a Liverpool thing. Liverpool, they really like—they'll probably sort out their stuff in the summer. It would be for summer. They already have the players. They come in, and then once they end, like once you see them in preseason, they've already fit into that club system. So I just right. want to get your thoughts so far. What are your what are your thoughts about the form Liverpool form so far? How are you impressed with how they're playing? And some of the the games that you're winning, I'm just like I don't even know how you win some of those games. So so let me let me go back to the the part where you said about the recruitment and like getting the players in early. Partially, what happened is that Henderson and Fabinho leaving so late yeah. in the transfer window to Saudi kind of toppled things a bit. I I think it's for the better because Henderson has been a shell of himself for for a couple of years, and Fabinho was on his last legs. Not that I'm discounting their their uh, impact on the team over the years, but going into this season, they could not be our starting midfielders. Yeah. But the fact is, they did their leaving was left so late that it was a miracle that we're even able to like get Wataru Endo at that point. Yeah. And of course, we had uh, McAllister and Soboslite a bit yeah. earlier, and then the Caicedo that you guys ended up taking. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. Uh, you, well, you guys can keep it. But, but I, I feel like everybody got what they deserved at the end of the day in regards to, like, the work that you've put in. Like, mm. it's in the sense that, like, with Caicedo and Chelsea, like, you saw that drama. Like, it, it was, like, it's out of character for Liverpool being that, like, you know what? I'm just going to steal your play. Like, like <laughs> I've not seen Liverpool kind of play that role since. Who can I even say that you played that role for? Last player that it's, it's funny we've, we've we've actually done it a bunch of times oh, but really? the teams the teams don't like to mention it because it makes them look bad uh oh yeah you did yeah. it with the gapo thing like uh gapo coming because gapo yeah. was also for my you ten yeah. like everything and then all of a sudden the next time i'm seeing like announcement i'm like wait what happened like this guy was yeah. already signed the shirt before for my so yeah you do do it. but i feel like you do it in a sly way and you also don't do it like so like public, like because, like you know, you don't you don't go to so, public in regards yeah, to because we we've been we've been we're a bit gun shy ever since the Van Dyke incident, mm-hmm. where we're basically like mocking him up in all the team news and everything, and Southampton was like, "No, nah, you're not gonna do that to us." <laughs> so it was supposed to be like a, a summer transfer, mm-hmm. and it didn't go through till the following winter. Yeah. So it's like after that, we're like, okay, no, we're not. We're not doing any no no don't put our players in any other jerseys none of that like mm. we're 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 just gonna keep quiet until the player shows up and he's actually like doing his opening press whatever so yeah. nah we've learned yeah. our lesson yeah well that that that's by the way I, I like I said I feel like everybody the only the only bit that I felt like Chelsea went too far for was that Lavia thing like I felt like you should have had Lavia because like Gen Caicedo was like. That's the biggest puff of the chest that you have where you're like, okay, you know what? Like, we got the money. We can't, like, we can't, like, we, we still have that that rep in the transfer market. But when you go into, like, taking the other players, I feel like that was like, I'm like, you went too far with that. Because now the guy's not even playing. And I'm like, what's the whole point of that? Like, you got him. You got him through some fitness stuff. You you injured the poor boy. Now, I don't even know his return date. Like, every time they ask, like, what's your return date? Which is like, I don't know. Like, we're going to see when we're going to see. Like, other people are like, oh, that's two months, February or November. Like, you're like, we don't know. We're going to see what we're going to see. When he wakes up, if he feels good, put him in training. Like, uh, it's kind of weird. That was, and how that much was, did you pay for him? Right how much did you pay for him? Like, 60? I think it's between 50 plus add-ons. So, probably going into 60s. Yeah, for, and he's what, 20? Is he even 20 yet? I don't even know if it's funny. I think it's still Yeah, I yeah, I I'd rather have uh Endo and Gravenberch than 
than Lavia for that price. Gary Bird kind of came full circle because I feel like Gary Bird was supposed to come to Liverpool and he got, oh, I want to win champions. Like some of yeah. these players, like I feel like sometimes they need to learn their lesson about like how, like if, for example, like if you're, if you're a good star, like go through the, the whole Bellingham route. Like I love the Bellingham route. Like, you know, you are, you're, you know who you are. Go prove it in a team where they will give you opportunities. You have the space to grow. You have the right atmosphere to grow. And then mm-hmm. you come up the ranks. But, like, the same thing. Like, for example, the person I'm thinking about most is, like, Sanchez. Like, Renato Sanchez. Remember when that guy came up and he was... Everybody was like, oh, wait a minute. This guy is going to be, like, nothing you ever see. Like, he was supposed to be that Bellingham kind of superstar going in and then... He just jumped the gun, went straight into the buying, couldn't even keep himself free, and then he started going to a bunch of loans. Now he's in Roma, and now Moreno can't even wait to like send him back to the PSG. <laughs> the the funny thing about him, he was linked with Liverpool before his move to Bayern. Ah. <laughs> yes. I see a team here now. <laughs> yeah. You don't come Link. back to the first. <laughs> hey. Um, all right. So the next question I just wanted to go to is, as a as a fan, what are your expectations for Liverpool this season? Like, where do you see them? Let, I, I, let me break it down. Where do you see them finishing on the table? Where do you see them in the competitions that they are so far? Do you see them winning any cups? Like, kind of go into that for me. So my answer on August 1st will be different mm-hmm. from my answer on September 1st, and that answer will be different from October 1st. So back in August, I I didn't really have much optimism about what was going on. Like players were leaving too late. We didn't have replacements. There was the the saga with Chelsea stealing players from us and all that. Then September yeah. 1st, we had gotten some new players, but I didn't really see how they were going to fit. So, I, I mean, I was like, let's see. But now, like from October 1st, it's we're title contenders. That's the way I see it. Uh, Europa, I'm, I'm definitely seeing us as finalists and at least finalists. one of the other cups. Like, I, I, yeah, I would at least, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we won okay. at least one of those cups, including so, Europa. Probably at least a double, not not as much as a treble, because I, I, I don't think you have the depth of a treble. That's, again, that's just my personal view, but you as a fan, you can let me know, like, if you feel like you have the depth. Because I feel like that's one of the things I was scared for, even, like, even, even though I was impressed on how you turned it around, my fear is the depth, is that right now, for example, I think you got some, Jota has a red card. Who, who, has, who else has a red card? Uh, I think McAllister as well. Oh, no, McAllister already served his. Jota, Jota has oh, his yeah, and Curtis well, Jones. He typically he came off the bench most yeah, of the time. Yeah. No, but he's so oh, he started wow. the last three matches for us. That's so when you're talking about our depth, it's like even with the new guys like Watarendo isn't mm. he's not getting starter minutes right now. It's it's Soboslai, it's McAllister, and it's. Curtis Jones, that's mm, our starting okay. midfield right. right now. Well, I think I think those are fair expectations. Europa shouldn't be that much of a challenge unless you have like one of the big boys that drop into it. Even those big boys that drop into it, drop. They, like my fans, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I I already told I already told Bruh, them to get like, used to playing on Thursdays because I'm not even I don't want to go on a tangent but Mario fans you knew yourself so Mario Mario like they're one of those people I feel like they're probably going to drop into that zone of Europa but I don't I don't see like you're right I don't see anybody being so, so much of a big threat for you I think as long as you can keep your team fit, fit like um, I think that, that 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 would definitely take you a long way speaking of um, all right so we talked about finishing speaking of um uh, Shepard's like one of the that, that guy has been one of the biggest steals of the summer, if not one of the best summer transfer, other than probably um, Madison. That's the one I'll probably say is a ball. Yeah, he yeah. has been a revelation to your team. He's a walk engine. Like initially, I just thought that maybe he just he plays more forward role, but that guy does he does everything. He does a clean up, he everything. does one. Like, what are your impressions so far about him? Like, so far. So it's funny. Klopp has this thing of if you perform well against him, he he's mm. go, he's going to ask about you. We've we've had a bunch yeah. of people. Even Minamino 
when he played well against us, even though that one didn't work out potentially with us, basically because of physicality. Yeah. Sobosai is a different animal. He's the one knocking people off the ball. He's one covering the most distance while hitting the highest speeds. And then he has a power drive over right foot. So it's 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 just like it, like they call they call him like the Gerard Regent. Like it's it's uncanny how it, they're they're already going there because it's like I think even when we signed him he had oh, like wow. a Gerard tattoo already. So Bruh. yeah, so he's been about Bruh. this life for a while. He's been about this life for a while. So everyone's been like, I think we're trying mm-hmm. to pump the brakes a little bit. Because we're like, okay, let's let's okay. see him against the big boys. Let's mm-hmm. see him in premier competition. Let's see if mm. it's just more than a month thing. But man, compared to what we had before, that's I think that's the biggest thing as a Liverpool fan. Comparing his work rate, his agility, his mobility, his strength, when you compare mm. to Henderson and Fabinho, yeah, it's night and day. And it's and I mean obviously he's ten years younger than Henderson, so it, it it makes sense that he like there's such a difference. And I I mean when when you see the price tag that's seventy million, it, it's like yeah when you see how he it, yeah, yeah now you, when you see that some players are going for one fifteen one ten going for hundred and fifteen and um, Enzo yeah. is going for hundred and twelve or whatever how much we pay for it. It's a bargain. Yeah. Declarice one ten, yeah, it's, and he's still, and he's younger than all, all of them. I believe even Caicedo, he, I think he's still about, about like the same age because he's like what twenty two. Oh, okay, yeah, so this one is what twenty two, about to be twenty three. So, yeah, it's I gotta give you it's, everything. I, I, I like, yeah, and like at this age, he's the wow. captain of Hungary's national team. Already, he's the captain of Hungary's natural national team. So it's. He, I I can't I can't I I I want to temper my optimism, but like, nah. he, he like he he has he has already shown he has already shown what a lot of our midfield transfers haven't. Even McAllister that he came in in the same yeah. transfer window. Like I guess we we have different expectations on McAllister. He's more of like a maestro, more like. But yeah, he he has done a bit of everything, and that's that's what we need when mm. there's so much influx wow, wow, right wow, now. Wow, wow. That's crazy, that's crazy. Um, so you already talked about the Gerard comparison. Like you, you said, you're gonna pump it down a little bit in regards to the comparison. Like just just a tad, just, just a tad, just a All little right. bit. Got it, got it. All right, mm-hmm. let's go into one one of the keepers of of um, when we talk about transfer season. One of the biggest assets that I feel that you were able to keep was Mohamed Salah, like. The way Saudi right. were coming for everybody, yeah. they had a coach. They <laughs> <laughs> my mind. This is they had a coach, and they're just like, "Bruh, this a suitcase full of money. You want it or you're not." Like the way they were flashing this cash around. Like I, I first, I didn't think of nothing. I didn't think it was anything. But to us, that like thirty, like the end of the transfer season, I'm like. And then that's when Salah went through this whole rap of like he took out the rap and it was mad because club took him out. I was like, what's gonna happen? So talk about him. I want to talk about him a little bit. I, I know you're probably excited for you uh, for for the fact that you're able to keep him. But the question I wanted to ask is, when do you think ideally as a club you can move on from Salah? Because you can kind of see that. You start. You need to start refreshing that front, like at least not the front, like. But that's that side you really you occupies. It's very hard for you to find somebody that plays that role because everybody just gravitates towards him, and therefore he or he makes the other forwards makes space available for him. Like, when do you think ideally as a club you can move on from him and still make something from him? So I, I feel like mm-hmm. this might come back to bite me, but. For me, Salah mm. stays as long as he wants to stay. As okay. long as he wants to stay. Because think about, I guess when, when we factor in age, there's a bit of a difference. But when you go like on a per-game basis, uh, goals, assists, uh, based on appearances, he has already surpassed what Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo wow. did at Man Yeah, And that was when yeah. Ronaldo yeah, was like in Ballon d'Or contention. Yeah, he... Yeah, so it's like when you put up the numbers based on mm. appearance, he has surpassed that already. So at this point, yeah. it's more like legacy building. It's like when you, so he he has even taken less of a target man role. Is why he like right now yeah. he's leading our team I, I in assists. 
Yeah, so he, yeah, I mean, all, I mean, he's tied for the leading goals as well, wow. but he's leading in assists. So it's like, if you if you have this mm-hmm. kind of production at this stage, even a fifty percent drop off at the end of the season will have him at mm-hmm. fifteen goals or twelve goals, twelve goals, twelve assists. You're telling yeah. me that's someone you want to ship out. Now it's entirely up to Liverpool if they decide that okay they want to cash in for 150 million because the offer was two something mm-hmm. 200 something this year. Honestly, if that offer had yeah. come earlier in the transfer market, mm. I feel like Liverpool would have taken it because That's, they would have had yeah. the entire transfer market to find a replacement. You're not doing that at the end of August yourself. when like yeah, so it's like that that on its own was even like if you're being the most skeptical, the most uh mm-hmm pragmatic like you can't go you can't go that way you know mm. your fans are never going to accept that because now you just have 200 yeah. million burning a hole in your pocket and nothing to do with it so yeah and the pull was definitely real yeah. being that he's egyptian like wow. massive in that in that um, region however some of the like numbers that mm. have come out uh, recently is that i think they were going to offer him like a million a week or something something along those lines that's what they were going to but his agent uh, came out and said that with his salary and uh, his endorsements, right now he's currently making about a million a week. And yeah, so he's so it's like he's making those endorsement dollars because he plays in the EPL. If you're playing in the Saudi league, you're not getting those endorsements. That's why they have to bump up your pay. That they're you're not you're not getting uh, who is they're, they're not endorsing you to be a Saudi player. They're, you're getting the, they're getting that exposure because you're in, in the EPL. So like, I'm not saying it's exactly equal because maybe you can make a little bit more in endorsements, like yeah. if you're zeroing out. But what he's making right now, he's not making those endorsements over there the same way he's not making the same salary. He, he would make uh, over that's there. That's crazy. Now. That's crazy. Well, so kind of next question I wanted to ask is, do, do you feel like you talked about he can stay for as long as you want? You're, you're talking about like that legendary style, like cementing that. Like, is he this conversation? Like, after maybe let's say, for example, he goes and wins another like Premier League with you guys, does he get a statue outside the, 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 the Liverpool Stadium? I think so. I'm, I'm glad you said that. So, it would have to take another major, so whether it's Champions League or EPL, it would have to mm. be another one of those. Because when we won EPL, like we didn't even get the the benefit of the the parade, COVID, yeah, that's because it was during COVID. So it's like what like there's something about those images that adds to the legacy. It's like people will clown like parades. Like I know we we we've clowned Arsenal a bunch of times for a number of a number of times they've done their FA Cup parade. But these are things that like build the memories in the in the hearts of fans, and we never got that with the EPL after such a long drought. So it's like those pictures, like we got we got one after we got a parade after the Champions League. Obviously, that's that's when you see like club counts into six. It's like those images are the things that when they're showing like your montage at the end of your career, those are the ones that they'd be like, oh, so you mean this wasn't that EPL? This was another EPL. This is the person. So it's yeah. like we almost have two different eras because like yeah. you have the one with Henderson, that Henderson is the one lifting the cup. Now, you, if you have one with Van Dyke as the captain with Trent, like once you, once you, the way people do eras, it's like yeah, he did it with a completely true. different core. Like there's no Firmino, no Mane, no uh, Oxley Chamberlain. Like even though they're like peripheral players, like if they're not there, this is like this new core doing that I feel like that would get him closer now he will have to get in line because I think as of right now I can only think of like either Shankly or Paisley and then maybe a Gerard mm, statue in the works so it's still going to take a, it's still going to take a while for them yeah, for them to get to him but as as like a cultural icon like he has like murals all over the city of Liverpool wow. all over so it's it's something where yeah. with enough time because people don't understand like all of this is happening within six seasons like this impact this is within six seasons he has never had below yeah. 19 Premier League goals for Liverpool yeah never that had is, below 19 
So it's it, think about that for a second. He has what led the league in goals twice, or even three. Yeah. So in six years, so that's yeah. I mean, we yeah. should put some respect definitely, on. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I also felt like also because like like you said during that January transfer period, there weren't a lot of like wingers or forwards that fit the profile of what he does that warrants you giving. And anytime you do this whole, you get a lot of money from a club and then you go back, like you see, you sell your biggest asset. Whenever you're going out into the, and you want to go back and try, everybody's just inflating the crap out of price of. So yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Um, so yeah, then moving on, um, one player that I, I think I have been on the one by is Nunes. I've not, I don't feel like he's, he's hit the potential that he's, he's supposed to be reaching yet. Because I watched the Europa um, game that you had last Thursday. He should have bagged at least one or two goals from that game. And he's not being clinical. I think the first season that he joined, he's new, he needs to adapt. Um, but now, like, this is where, like, you st- especially given the fact that you have Firmino, who's, who has given you, like, a big... Just bro, just step into it, like, because you already have the playmakers around you. You have Jota, you have Salah. Like, what are your thoughts about his performance this season? He has stepped up. I'll give him his flowers. He has stepped up when you need him, when the team needs him. But I just think, as an individual, when you're trying to take yourself to that next level, because when he came, it was him and Alan. Everybody was doing the Alan Nunes rah 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 stuff, and then Alan that that robot or cyborg <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> he went away and did this thing, but I feel like I still expected more from Nunes as, as a top number nine striker. Like, what are your thoughts about his performance this season? So, the first thing that kind of worked against him was being in the same transfer window as Haaland, because it was going to draw comparisons, whether fair or not, yeah. and then the price tag. So, if you're like any Liverpool supporter would know that. He is a very frustrating player because he he seemingly bags the difficult ones, and and kind of scuppers the the one that you feel like a player of his stature should get. So the way that so the way Klopp uses him now is he doesn't put him centrally. He doesn't want him back to goal. He wants him heading face on, and he calls him a, an agent of chaos because once he comes in. It's like whoever is guarding him, whoever is marking him, doesn't have mm. like a second of rest because he yeah, even has yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah, yeah. going on. He like because yeah, because I think one of his first matches he got a straight red. So yeah, so it was it was on it was a bit of like something a bit of an adjustment, and I guess okay, also there was a language barrier when he started. So it was like even getting the instructions across to him was difficult. But now, how it seems, and I know, like I said earlier, that Salah leads yeah. the, uh, our team in assists. All of Nunez's oh, goals wow, have come from Salah assists. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of like it even went back to preseason. So like, if you count preseason, I think Salah has assisted him like six goals. Yeah, so it's it's that link up play where if he doesn't have time to think, it's, it seems mm-hmm. counter. So if he doesn't have time to think, it's going in. But it's like he kind of gets in his own head about trying to do too much too soon, and he, like if you really look back at yeah. his his last season, he had nine Premier League goals in under in under thirty games. So he started about seventeen or eighteen. So, like objectively, that's not that bad when you consider like what a twenty two year old coming from a like objectively a lower division type of league, mm-hmm. like coming from Portugal, and he. He, he wasn't it wasn't required of him to be that big person for us anyway and, and this was also in a crowded front line this was with Gakpo yeah. this was with Firmino still on like <clears throat> on his last legs but he was still there and like with the way he has he has updated his like mm-hmm. his repertoire now I feel like a lot of people are going to be eating their words very soon because he's what joints top scorer for us right now so he's, he's I think he's on three Premier League goals at least so I don't like other not counting like cops and stuff like that so 
so he i mean it's it's by december it's going to be a totally different thing people because he i i believe he's going to be by at around 10 yeah. total goals by december and no, nobody's going to come back and say oh we were wrong yeah, they'll just move on like nothing happened. Especially like you know how the the haters were already lining up for Holland, and they're like, oh look, there's a different league, and you gotta adjust. And then that guy was like, you should run out and it's a call, and yeah. everybody just no, died. Like, no, like, like he's wow. he's a he's a different yeah. breed that one. But I feel he like he's going through a dry spell for for him at this point also because I feel like he's missing those playmakers that typically just like give him a ball. But I feel like I'm gonna. If I, if I say something too soon, he's going to hear it wherever he is. And it's just like, give me a game. Give me one game. It's probably going to be this one of this Arsenal game, and it's just going to go wild. So, going to... <laughs> so that's, but that's how he was last season, though. That's how he was last season. Like, even when he broke the record, he had, like, a spell of three matches where he didn't score. That's what makes it so impressive. Like, he, he does. He scores in bunches. Oh. I'm going off a little bit of tangent. It's not about Liverpool, but big Sunday match going on tomorrow. Okay. Big derby. Okay. Everybody's playing psychological game. Ateta is doing his own thing. Pep is always doing his own thing. I, honestly, I, I love and hate Pep. My, my relationship with Pep is a love and hate relationship. I hate him because he's just he's a freaking genius. Um, actually, no, I love him because he's a freaking genius. I hate him because he does these things where he hypes up players. And then other players are like, Pep said that, so we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. And then you get the player and you're just like, who the hell scouted this guy? <laughs> like, he did that with Onana, he did that with Cucurella, he did that with Vital. <laughs> Who's the other player that did it? I think he did it with somebody from Spurs also. Like, he would just hype up players. Like, even Nunes, the guy he bought, the way he was hyping Nunes up, like, um, um, from Wolves, the way he was from hyping Wolves. him up. And then the guy came into the team and was like, yeah, he's okay. He's got to learn. I was like, bro, I, <laughs> I don't know. But that man, game tomorrow. What are your predictions tomorrow? So I, I, I want to try and be respectful. But the, yeah. so Rodri's not going to be available for this match. So, so, so Mm-hmm. If Rodri was playing, I would I would actually put money on Man City winning. I like that's how confident I would be. But now, I still I still see a Man City win because, like you said, mm-hmm. there's something different about Pep. There's like, but I don't want to use Arsenal's like mm-hmm. they're choking last season like down the stretch against them because. Like yeah. most teams, they had injuries, but it's like when you, it's like when we lost Van Dyke, that was essentially what they, what they lost last season. So, but he's back, yeah. So their guy's back, and I just, but I don't see him being able to contain Holland, and that's just going by recent history. He 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 eats their lunch like he. I don't think I don't think Arsenal's even gotten a draw against Pep since he has taken over against yeah. City, uh, for City. <laughs> they haven't even gotten a draw. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just a string of L's, and I don't want to be the one to be like, oh, this is the time they do it. Nah, it it it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem that way. Like even in like their previous yeah. thirty seven matches, Man City has one twenty one. Yeah, Arsenal has one nine. Let's let's just consider that. Like the last Arsenal, yeah. the last Arsenal win. You have to go as far back as 2020 FA Cup. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> FA Cup. 2020 FA Cup. The last Arsenal mm-hmm. win in the Premier League. We're like 2000. Bro, it's not even. It's 2015. 2015. 2015. Damn. So if I'm Arsenal, I see a draw as mm-hmm. a, a massive result. I just, yeah. I just don't see it happening. I don't see, I don't see Arsenal getting, I don't see Arsenal getting wow. anything good from, from this match. Unfortunately, I mean, I would, I would, I would like Arsenal to do that because I needed muddied for the other contenders. Because if Man City gets this leg up, like it makes it more difficult for Liverpool. I would, like, if, when I'm watching the match, I'm going to be ruined for Arsenal. 
because I, there's no there's no there's no team in Manchester that I can ever root for, yeah. no matter the stakes. So I'll be rooting for Arsenal. I just and, don't and they think have Saka injured for that game. What they say they say is in contention, but oh, when you have a hamstring, like if he came out with a hamstring and they, that's actually what it is, like I guess I can play probably like top thirty minutes <laughs> before they hook him off. I see him making a, like a second half impact. I mean, so even the match before, mm-hmm. even before they played midweek, so the last permit, like he came off with a knock there. Like that should have been, like with an yeah. eye on Man City, the Man City match, shut him down then. Like I know he has like this consecutive game streak mm-hmm. that they were trying to keep alive or whatever. But, bro, like, what what, what, what is that? That doesn't that doesn't help anybody. No, like you didn't get a cough for second, bro. You bottled it. Like <laughs> let's call it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. Saka, yeah, nice. phenomenal player. Even though I'm not sure why people are still like even going into the season, they had him ranked as the best right winger. I'm like, you guys know yeah, Salah yeah, is still yeah, there, yeah. right? Like, I, I I can understand mm-hmm. the praise for Saka, but the Saka season last year mm-hmm. that had him getting all these awards, Salah still had the better season in an off season for him. Saka get like twelve and twelve or something like that. Like 12 goals, 12 assists. Yeah, sim- mm. I would say similar. I don't know if those exact numbers, but like for him, that was a career year. And I was like, you guys are saying, oh, he's this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, again, yeah, I'm not taking you, anything. You got to recognize games, though. Like, <laughs> you got to recognize, like, you're young. Like, it's like, for example, like, um, uh, one of the balls, but uh, so So in the Prem, he had 14 and 11 in the Prem. That's decent. That's like average numbers. But the way they were, I think it's a top title charge that made them like, okay, you know what? They tried with the title charge, so let's give them some, let's give them a cup so that they don't cry. <laughs> Bruh, because when I look at like 14 and fourteen and 10, Salah had 19 and 12 last year. Bruh, they got to explain how they do give us some of these awards. Like, is it based on like where your team finishes or is it based on like your individual performance? I, I think... I think your your team's performance plays a big role as well, especially because Arsenal was leading for so long. So it, it even though writers they tend to craft narrative, they get lazy at times. So they've already put okay, he's the star player for that team, so we'll go ahead and just mm-hmm. pencil him in there. And I, I think I think Odegaard even made team of the year. I, don't quote me on that, but it's like they already feel like they have to put these players in the same reason why they gave the Henderson player of the year yeah. the year we won the league it's like because it mm-hmm. wasn't a typical Salah year so they just gave it to Henderson and so I, I can see how that goes alright let's go into uh, the next conversation I wanted to get your thoughts on is obviously it's probably one of the it's kind of dying I would say it's dying down but I feel like it's brought more attention to VR than it's supposed to be so let me get your thoughts about oh, the boy. game like I don't know if you watched the game live. Like, <laughs> oh, did I watch? What were your thoughts about it? Let me get your thoughts about it. <laughs> Bro, where do I even start? Where do I start? So, the, the, like, it was a comedy of errors. It was like you know, um, <laughs> Mr. Bean, where he yeah. he doesn't speak, but you just know there's comedy mm-hmm. all around him. It was because. Like we can go to okay, we're playing the the first red. Yeah. That's um, Curtis Jones, where his his foot yeah. makes contact with the ball, goes over it, and then it's not yeah. even like a, a whack. It's more like a step. Yellow card, mm-hmm. understandable. Then they go to the VAR check, and as the ref is going to the monitor, they have yeah. the foot impact. I don't. I don't already agree with that. queued up. I, I don't agree. Like, with that. Bro, how, bro, like. How are you? How is he like? No matter what you show him before that, he he, he his mind is already made up. He's like you're showing him the impact. Like just just the like yeah. the setup was already there. Then you now go to Jota yeah. coming on as a sub, and then getting two yellows without making contact with the player either time. It's like, and that and those ones can't because you can't you can't appeal yeah. a second yellow. So, like, even yeah. though both yellows were BS, 
You can't. I, I, I found the first one. The first so one, now he's gone for a game. He, he didn't even touch him. He tripped over Yeah, he, the player ran in front of him himself. and tripped himself. Like, unless you're saying Jota's yeah. knee, he magically grew like an inch bigger and made contact. I didn't see any contact. Bruh. So, so then, so now you're down to nine players. But then the, the biggest part was the offside yeah. uh, on Luis Diaz goal. And they finally released the audio. So before the audio, before the audio came out or whatever, it was because it's funny. The game, the game wasn't on. It wasn't on live in England. So it was being. I think it was being sports that that had the international rights. Obviously, here in, in the US, NBC has the NBC and Peacock have the rights. So when they were showing it, it's like okay, that's. Like they chucked it off for offside, but it's going to go to VAR. And then to the naked eye, everyone saw that's that's onside. Like what's happening? They didn't even draw the lines, nothing. Like what's happening? What's going on? And like whatever it was, like <laughs> mentally, like everyone just okay, just get on with it. And then they released the audio. <laughs> then they released the VAR audio. And they're like, okay, check in for offside. Like the the linesman, he mm-hmm. he, or assistant referee or whatever, he he waves, mm-hmm. he signals his flag, signal offside, offside, offside. Right. Like, okay, second uh, VAR check ongoing, and then because it was so yeah. obvious to the to to the naked eye that it was on, the VAR is like, mm-hmm. okay, check complete, that's good. And then they restart the match for on, offside, and then like. Wait no, he, he's giving onside. He's giving he's giving offside. He's giving offside. So delay the match. Delay the match. And the guy's what like, well, there's nothing like, I don't agree do. with that. I don't agree. Ex- there's nothing meaningful Excuse- that had gone on between the time that you restarted it That's- and the time that like they started playing at the back. Nothing meaningful. Like it's not like what they were on possession or counter. Bruh, even 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 if it was something meaningful, there was a man new match. That they yeah, had blown for that. full time. Players were walking down the tunnel, and they called them back to give yeah, Manuel so PK. What rule? What rule? And somebody explain to me what rule was implemented in that one that now did not apply in this game. If that's how you feel, imagine how I, I, feel. I, I imagine I how like, Liverpool fans feel. I will have been raging like I will, I'll switch everything <laughs> off. Everything's gotta go off. It 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 was so bad and and. It got to the point that, so even when before the audio came out, Gary Neville was like, "No, this is BS. Uh, this should be like Liverpool should feel hard done by Mark Goldridge, the one that does like a man new stream." He was saying that he's been actually the the loudest person, mm-hmm. other than maybe Jimmy Carragher, that's been talking about this. And all of, that when the audio comes out and Liverpool is demanding change, everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, now you've gone too far." We we were just complaining. You you want actual change. You you want you want this to be different later on. It was like, oh no, I thought we were just complaining about refs. I didn't know I didn't know you wanted to start the revolution. And and so and Klopp knows what he's doing. When he talks about yeah. uh replaying the match, he knows that yeah. if he goes too far, you have yeah. to come back and meet him in the middle. Because if he just says mm-hmm. VR should change, everybody has said he, that. that's gonna fall on deaf ears. Well if he goes yeah, if he goes too far, like no. I think it should be replayed, but I know that's not going to happen. What he's doing is he's planting that as the extreme mm. on what could possibly happen in, in in an event like this, because everyone's like, "Oh, get over it!" Like, but you were just on our side a couple of days ago when when it was mm-hmm. obvious that a mistake was made. Like this, because yeah, this could happen to any team, and PGMOL is just going to be like, "Oh well, uh, it was user error," or like. It was it was basically like a grad assistant that was mm-hmm. one yelling stop stop the match stop the match stop the match and we're like oh there's nothing we can do. The person that typically wow. doesn't even speak wow. in in that instance, he realized that mm-hmm. there was such a miscarriage of justice that something had to be done and he had to speak out. And they were just like go ahead. So now that I think the ref and the VAR are no longer allowed to handle yeah, the matches I for the rest that. of the season. I saw that. Like. I, I don't even to be honest, personally, I don't feel like that's enough um that's enough act like follow up action or disciplinary action for that game. Like this is literally like that's it's your number one job. Like you know when they say you 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 you, you had one job. You had one job, not nothing one else, job. just one job. It's 
to help the referee, on-field referee, to make the best decision. That's what VAR is for. So for me, I'm talking about pay cuts, man. Like, something's got to come out of your pocket because the only way people start changing or start, like, actually acting different is when something affects their pocket. If it affects their pocket, you're like, bro, you're not about to waste much money right now because my kids, I got three kids in college. <laughs> like, 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 so to me, that's what I'm like. Because it's like, basically... Like your if your if your train is taking to uh, New York, I'm way in the East Coast. Your train is taking you to New York, and then somebody's like somebody who's in the booth who's supposed to change the tracks forgets to change the track, and now you're going towards Trenton. Like that that's two different like directions. At that point, somebody had to get fired, suspended without pay, or something. But like this whole oh you will referee, but yeah you can still referee other people and still mess up. Like where do I learn the lesson from? See, and it's and it's funny you mentioned uh, them losing pay. You know, the ref and the VAR were in in yeah. where, where, where they were in the Middle East covering uh, an event, but for the owners of Man City. So it was there. It was I think I believe it was the UAE that they were covering uh, their pro league, and they were the personal guests of the owner of Man City. Like they were, their hospitality was arranged by the the owner of Man City. So you can see where there's, like, even if there isn't conflict of interest, there's the appearance of conflict of interest. And whether you're a ref, you're a judge, you're a politician, there are certain things that just the appearance of a conflict of interest is is enough to reduce the faith that people have in that institution. So, and then something, this, so even if it's not conflict of interest, it's fatigue that just flown like half around the world to come and ref this match. Now, you're not... Find somebody else. Somebody that is on a day off. Guess what? You're working overtime today. You're giving you something double, but you're not. You're not stressed. You're not fatigued. You don't have the last game in your head. Like you have yeah. a clear mind. Bro, less than forty-eight hours later. Less than forty-eight hours later. So it's like, and when when Liverpool complains, the thing is, when Klopp complained yeah. about number of subs, everyone said, "Oh, Klopp is whining." Absolutely. Now everyone gets five subs. When they they were talking about oh the distance between international break and game the first after uh, the play, first game yeah it's like like why is there such short time because like forty eight hours is not enough for international players to recover yet when he complains about it things change and it's not like yeah, it benefits yeah. only Liverpool it benefits everyone even though we still managed to get like the early game, like after international break, <laughs> people still won't hear it. It was like, these, these, these things require someone who like, it's funny when like Klopp already knows like mm-hmm. the refs have it out for him. So it's like my, it's like my relationship with them cannot get any worse. So I'm going to say what I need to say. And he's he's going ahead and he's saying it and he's at least he's surprisingly trying to make kept it. his cool like whether it when, happens. Uh, sorry to cut. He surprisingly kept his cool <laughs> after the game. In, in the I expected a different club. Like probably the club probably like two years into the Premier League, he would have been throwing some like some curses, some curse words that were not TV friendly. So I was like, wait. How's Klopp did cool? Like, speaking is like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't want to say too much, but we also, like, it was great. Like, he kept his cool. But, but you have to understand that Liverpool also gets fined more than anybody else for making the, either for making the same comments or the same gestures. So Van Dijk was fined 100 grand and given an additional match ban for his comments. And other people have made worse comments since mm-hmm. and silence. So he already knows that there's a target on Liverpool's back. So even when we are aggrieved, we still have to police yeah. how we, we react to it. So imagine, like, for for an event that happened on the field, there was mm-hmm. a one-match ban for Van Dijk. His comments afterward gave yeah, an additional one-match ban. Like, when have you seen they that? Didn't James. When have you seen that? My guy made a comment in the tunnel. Like, I might not free to speak anymore. The game is not going on. Game has finished. I made a comment in the tunnel. You you find me ninety k ninety thousand pounds, and then I'm still banned for a game. Like, so th- therefore, if you make stupid judgments, we should just keep shut and be smiling. That's what you want to do. Something yeah, yeah, like exactly. smiling. That's what the PGM wants us to do. That's it. Uh, and that's now, like it. the the, the so, yellow cards that like they're what? giving when players question, like. 
or, like it's not even aggressive behavior because I understand like if somebody's coming at you and you got like five players at you, but like when somebody asks like, "Ref, how's that a foul?" Boom, yellow card. I'm like, what? The things you are supposed to be good at, you, you are you not good at. The ones that you are not supposed to be, be extra sensitive in, like. You remember the the gesture thing too is also supposed to be a yellow. The the guy who got who made Jota get his second card before Jota got his second card. The guy wow. was on the floor doing this, and that guy was on a yellow. Mm. He was on a yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's going on. Something's going on. They need to, I mean, they need to bring one it, of those me. 151, uh, 115 charges for Man City. You gotta figure out where those money's coming from because that 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 old thing. I, I love how like that's the thing like. When everybody was talking about like Chelsea spending and whatnot, I'm like, if you're gonna come for Chelsea, you gotta start from your guard the top. And that's if you don't <laughs> sanction them, like if you don't sanction them and find them for something, don't come to don't come to us. Cause we we like the little brothers of four and like, the big ones. The scammers, the Yahoo Plus, <laughs> Yahoo Plus Plus. Those ones, oh, man. they're massive. They got like those people. They their case stay ever delaying or disappearing from courts. Like I don't know who's who's judging what, but there something's fishy out there with them. All right. Um. Thank you for that. All right. The next one I just wanted to go to. I think um kind of again it's towards the tail end of this right now. The next one I just wanted to talk about was. Your next two games coming up. Uh, obviously, you have a game coming up tomorrow against Brighton. I want to get your what are your predictions for that? Like, what, what do you see coming out of that? Sports? So, Bright, our our history with Brighton is we basically haven't beaten them in our last three hmm. matchups. But that was also a Brighton with yeah. Caicedo and McAllister. So, I don't want to jinx it, but I see I see a, a comfortable. I see. Yeah. I see us winning comfortably what because the way scores? they came out. Uh, scores out. Out. out uh, we seem to have mm-hmm. a traditional three-one going. I think we, we had <laughs> three straight it. matches of three-one. So I'm, I'm. So I'm saying. I'm saying three-one yeah. on this one. And Brighton has. I don't want to say they've been found out, but they've definitely faced like a downturn in their in their opening. Their opening. Uh, form was electric. Everyone's like, "Oh snap! Is this the year that nah?" People have have learned like, don't get baited into like, mm-hmm. like full on pressure. Don't get baited into full on pressure because yeah. that's what they're expecting and that's what they work on. If you don't do that, yeah. now they're just knocking the ball around. Like, and I feel like we have both the the aggression and the mobility mm-hmm. to take advantage of that. So I see, I see a, I see a, like, mm. I see a comfortable I, win. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. But like, I probably will go one up. I'll say four one because Brighton, for some reason, they don't. Brighton oh. does. They don't know how to do like, like moderate victory, like moderate losses. Like they don't do like a one zero or two zero. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Screw it. We'll go all out of time. We're at two zero down. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. And going back when to Brighton, when you talk about yeah. like they've been found out. No, they've been humbled. That and I love it. I I'm here for <laughs> it. Given the people that they are bad the most, the people that they have they have used us to collect money, headlines, everything. Because deserve the coach of Brighton. That man started getting too big for his boots. Uh-huh. When when Corey did come, it's like we don't need Corey. When Caicedo left, we don't need Caicedo. Man is retracting the statements like, oh, it, well, Caicedo left on the midfield. Corey, we lost two people. That McAllister left. I was like, bro, you are here talking like anybody could be replaced. Tell everybody, yeah, if you don't want to go to the left, <laughs> the BL system, go to the left. <laughs> you get me, you can be replaced easily. That's the way he was talking. And then he started figuring out what it is to play in Europe because he's like when it was when he went during the whole summer thing. He's like where Chelsea's a uh, Brighton is a European team. And Chelsea's I'm like hey no problem shade sticking we take the shade. But when you go to Europe you better perform because Europe is a home blah. Nobody cares about where you are how much you made during your transfer season. Anybody can literally because I saw them against myself. Um, the Europa League games, and I was like, if they were just lucky because Marcel is also going through their own phase of like, because or any other team will just put them to the sword. Because like, and I think they, they 
some of the players that they also they also facing injuries also I'm not gonna lie so they have some key injuries that's coming to the team that that like uh was Estupinian is out uh, he's, he's out injured and he's, yeah, out, he's out for a while. while. And he was yeah. he came out like blazing hot. Bitoma is looking hella like just average. You can so there are some seasons where some players just come as they start out and you're like, whoa, like this is gonna be a 200, 300 million player. Now it's looking like a good 70, okay. 50 if if we do our negotiation all right. Like cause now it's looking like okay. Now everybody oh. knows what's up with him. Like they know he's got the pace, they know he's very tricky, so you can't give him that much space. So some of the players are also coming down to earth, and I think the attacking force that they have, Ferguson, that Duncan, that guy is different. Duncan Ferguson is different, but he can't. He's not uh, fit yet. Yeah, Ivan. Yeah, sorry, Ivan Ferguson. He's been he's been out injured on and off and stuff like that. So I, I feel like I feel like yeah, I agree. It's gonna be a comfortable room for a little. But I feel like the way you're gonna do it, you're gonna blitz him so fast, and you're just gonna then you take the foot off the pedal, and you're like, all right, let's let's take a chill for this uh, on this paper. But yeah, I, I do agree. Uh, if that that. But but let's. We should give yeah, right yeah. in their credit though, because it, like full trap, they're, they're they're in sixth place right now, yeah, it's so not the, it's, it's not, not like the they're the languishing world. in the bottom half. Yeah, they're in sixth well, place. I, I think the, the yeah, thing so is only two defeats, but those the defeats. The more, especially when it comes to when, when we talk about debt, when some of these big clubs, when we talk about squad debt, when you are so stretching different competitions, that's when depth comes into play. And if some of these players have never played in the Premier League or have not even played in Europe before. They're gonna see a difference in regards to the quality again. I think that's what Brian is they're, they're kind of feeling right now it's because they don't have the depth and some of the injuries that they have are like most of the key players that make things happen. So it, it, it def, I, I I definitely see that that. So definitely I, I don't see Brighton winning that game. Like I, I don't see them. I, I see a comfortable victory. Unless VR does a mad thing for you guys. <laughs> oh my god, oh, please don't 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 even put that oh. don't even put that out there, please. All right. The, the last thing I want to talk about is um, coming back from an international break. You're playing. Uh, it's the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool versus Everton. Um, Everton surprised me this weekend. They won three zero against Bournemouth. Like I, initially, I was like, Bournemouth. This is probably like a two one victory. And Everton since the coming back of um, um, what's his name, Carl Lewis. Is that his name? Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, so the coming back of huh? his appearance in the team, they seem to be more dangerous on the attack now, and they, they seem to have like a rhythm going for them. Because first, they they surprised me with their win against the Carabao Cup. I think they won against, um, was it Aston Villa? They won against them, and they then they pulled out some like marginal victories um, in regards to they played against. They lost against um, the Luton. I, I was surprised against that, but I feel like Luton deserved it. Like, it's the time you feel Everton will step up is when they do step up. The time that you don't ask them to step up, that's when they step up. Let me get your predictions uh, for that game. Like, what are your thoughts about that game? So, in the last 29 matches yeah. between Liverpool and Everton, mm. Everton has won only two. But I feel like coming off yeah. an international break is the perfect mm. time to catch us because heavy legs combined with like Everton anytime Everton plays against Liverpool it's that's really their World Cup final <laughs> that, that is their World Cup final because last last year it, they survived mm. relegation on the final day yeah. so that's the kind of season they had last season so now they're mm-hmm. maybe in like 15th or 16th place so the golfing class is is like it's not something that mm-hmm. you can even like sugarcoat. However, when it's Liverpool Everton, I feel like that's one of the most carded games yeah. every season because Everton, like the Everton players, they talk about how mm-hmm. when they're walking around the city, they're they're just being told like, "Oh, you gotta smash <laughs> into them. You got don't let them take." And like it's it, wow. and it's it's real. It's 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 real. Like we've had so many like before. You see a, a match where Liverpool just ran away with it like we've had two wins but they're not mm-hmm. they're not comfortable two wins they're like if we win two like one player will have to score mm-hmm. like in the 85th minute or stuff like that so mm-hmm. i see us winning but it's one of those things like where they can dirty up the game and it can mm-hmm. just end up a nil nil draw because like again 
Well, what was I saying before when it's about uh, yeah, yes. the early game of international break? Oh. That's what this is. It's oh. the early game coming off an international break. Yeah, so in the US, it's going to be at 7.30 a.m. So it's, yes. How did we make a deal that? US, like, US 7.30. So, so, so in England, it'll be 12.30. Just waking so up. just imagine a lunchtime, a, a lunchtime derby. It's like, so I can, like, mm-hmm. I would be disappointed, but I wouldn't be surprised, like, if Everton, yeah, like, I think even managed to get Yeah, I think what they do, best I, they can expect, but not, yeah. it can't be true, guys. But again, coming off of international break at 12. So that means there are some players that would, would like would have played a match yeah. under 48 hours before then. That's so, wild, That's wild. so, yeah. I, but when Klopp talks about it, he says he's whining. But, like, we were just talking about this, and we see it's mm-hmm. like in 14 days, like the match is going to be at 7.30 a.m. Yeah, following an international like, break. Can't they slot up one of those, like... Some of those clubs like Luton, Baltimore, like one of those like the teams that they don't have a lot of like. All right, we're we're, we're, we're I guess we're preaching to the choir. <laughs> we don't know. I, I think oh, going back to the VR conversation, I think one of the things that I feel like one thing I don't respect about the VR is that they have ability for them to be able to assist them because look at Champions League for example. Champions League they have that semi-automated or automated like line that they draw that actually shows the position of the player. Like, imagine they, and I believe they talked about it before the season started, but they, they're like, no, we're not doing that. I was like, and you still have walk. Yeah, the one, that's yeah, what they use at the World Cup, right? Yeah they, yeah, they offered it to the EPL and they said no. They straight up that's offered what I don't, it. That's they what I said for me. And they said no. If you want to do the job of the machine, you got to do what? If not, you're getting a pick-up. That's, that's my thing. Get a pick-up. All right, Toji, Toji, thank you so much for coming on to this episode and just talking. Um, I know we, uh, we we had some good and interesting conversations. Um, but, again, I just want to appreciate you coming on. Um, again, is there anything that you – I want to give you the floor here. Is there anything that's coming up on, on your episodes or on, on your podcast that you want to talk to people about? Uh, just, you know, go subscribe to the Well Actually podcast, okay. wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our YouTube channel. We're really trying to put out uh, visually appealing content there that that's uh, an accompaniment to what we do awesome. on the audio space. And uh, we're, we're trying we're trying to uh, branch out into rather than just like the regular like daily conversations mm-hmm. that we've been having before. So we like have interesting conversations with interesting people. And of course, we'll still be having the daily banter that we, we've had before. So yeah, ch- just make sure awesome. you check that out awesome. and subscribe. Awesome. Don't awesome, forget guys. to subscribe. As you heard it here first, please subscribe. Please follow the channels, uh, YouTube and Instagram. Just make sure you keep updated. Uh, it's been fun having you here. Um, I honestly, I would love to have to, uh, I love you to come back again and we, we should have this session again. I've seen you course, have some couple of, of like live stream uh, sessions of like just watching games with a couple of your buddies. I think that's going to be a good, interesting avenue for us to explore in the future. So definitely watch out for that. Um, all the listeners and subscribers. So exciting things to come. Thank you for joining us. And wait, wait, wait! Okay. Before, you, before you before you go, you didn't give your prediction on your because your next Premier League match is against Arsenal. What do you what do yeah. how do you see that? Anything they give me, I will take. <laughs> that is where I am right now. Wow. My expectations for Chelsea as a club is so low that I'm like, whatever they turn up mm. and they feel like it's best to offer me <laughs> as a fan, I will take. Uh, like now, but if I'm being honest, wow. like I, I feel like um, I feel they're, they're gonna ask us. It's gonna the best we get from there is a draw. If they will surprise me. Okay. If they want to impress me and make me to have chests, because you know, as you saw that my chest was caved in, my chest was lower as you asked me the question. <laughs> and if they want me to have chest in this game, they should actually go ahead and win this. If they don't want me to have chest, then okay. go and do your, your normal dumb. But I feel like one of the things I'm, I'm happy about is like some of the key players that have been out injured are coming back. We're going to have Rich James for that game. Okay. Um, yeah, so and hopefully. Nice. Okay. Um, Kukurana has been doing crazy stuff out there, like on the being a, a right. Like, it's this guy is so weird. And then the position that he bought you for, you are not good. But the position that they did not put you for, they're like, oh, just filling the role. You are doing like, I'm like, 
Where was all this in the natural position that they pay you for? So is that what we have to do opposite day for you? Maybe we switch the boots. <laughs> Maybe that will help. <laughs> but yeah, for that game, the, the best I'm, 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 I'm expecting is a draw. Um, if Arsenal are missing some key players, like if Saka, this Saka injury, I don't know what's going on with it. And if Ateta wants to be stubborn and keeps playing Avets, okay, then I, then we might actually have a chance because the Ateta and Avets relationship. And I honestly I don't know who blackmailed who. Maybe it's Jojo that has <laughs> Jojo has some sort of a tape <laughs> of Ateta and he's like, bro, you guys sound my boy Havertz because we're the ones that are going through in Chelsea. Like, because I don't understand that bite to today. If you play Avets and Saka doesn't play, maybe we have a shot. Maybe that's a, like a sneaker snap and uh, snatch and grab, like a one zero. But other than that, the best I'm open for is the draw right now because the team is not settled yet. We don't have the right persona like Unkuku or somebody, somebody I thought that would come in and light light up our offensive like field. And like Sterling, Sterling out there is just out there shaking your hands, bro. He actually scored. <laughs> he actually played well today, so surprising because like initially when he was starting, he was taking some like one on ones. I was just like, bro, you can't even dribble anybody. Like, what are you doing? But I think he actually found the weakness of the defender. I knew that it was pace, and he just started burning him for pace. So I'm I'm glad to see him get get into his strides. A strikers are scoring. So like I said, best results as a fan. If I think if I think with my heart. I'll say it's sneaking 1-0. We get a 1-0, we lock it up, and we get out of there. With my head, okay. the best is a draw. The best I can get is a draw. That's it. That, that's where I'm at right now. Fair. All right. Fair. Fair. Uh, thank you for joining again. Please be safe. Be safe out there. And, yeah, that's about it. Thank you. Peace. All right. Take care.